is The Pretzel Podcast, a podcast about pretzels. We take you now to the International Pretzel Command Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Welcome to another episode of The Pretzel Podcast. I'm Mitch Tyke. And I'm Michelle Maternowski. We know the pretzel verse can have lots of twists and turns, and we're here to help you untie the knots. Our goal is to bring pretzel lovers the world over together to share in our favorite snack, learn a little bit more about what makes it crunch or what makes it soft and chewy, and maybe, just maybe, learn a little more about ourselves in the process. And maybe we're just making that last part up. The truth is we love pretzels, and so do a lot of other people. And so here we are. Here we are, yeah. So you were on the road again as I sat at home and ate pretzels. <laughs> I ate a lot of pretzels on the road as well. And at the risk of turning uh, the pretzel podcast into a Mitch goes on Play vacation and places. brings back pretzels, uh, I did buy um, enough pretzels to bring back for two episodes of the Pretzel Podcast. And we'll get to what we're going to taste today in a little bit. But the truth is, it's actually kind of encouraging to drive to other parts of the country and find um, that there are lots of brands of pretzels out there that we just don't see here. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Because you're like, oh, we've been, we've been eating pretzels for a long time. We know all the pretzels. We do not know all the pretzels. We don't. I brought back some pretzels that I had never seen before. And... Uh, I will say I went into a few grocery stores and convenience stores and places, and Snyder's are everywhere and mm-hmm. Rolled Gold is everywhere. But uh, we have two that we'll taste a little later today that are definitely regional brands, uh, one that's kind of all over the Northeast and one that I had never seen or heard of before, and uh, we'll talk about it in just a little bit. But should we uh, get into a quick pretzels in the news? Yeah. Pretzels in the news. Some big news. Some big news, yes. Perhaps the biggest pretzel news item of the week is that the two of us in this humble podcast have hit the big time in the pretzel meta moment of the week. The pretzel podcast is its own pretzels in the news item. In fact, we're really really three pretzels, three pretzels in the news items all about us. Um, We have been featured in print and online, not once, not twice, but three times in the last month. This was not our goal with the Pretzel Podcast, but it is so ridiculous that I love it. So should we start with the the one that hit the the stands first? Yes, yes, yes. All right. So recording this mid-August, the August issue of Milwaukee Magazine – uh, we should note uh, for people that may have forgotten that uh, we uh, record this yeah. uh, podcast in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, USA. The August issue of Milwaukee Magazine includes a feature on the Pretzel Podcast by dining critic and senior editor Ann Christensen. Uh, we should note, in the interest of full pretzel disclosure, that Ann once shared her very own pretzel memory on this very podcast, and that kind of uh, put the Pretzel Podcast on her radar, I believe. Yeah, we just got to do that with every single media person. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the headline, do you want to read the headline for everyone to hear? Yes. Milwaukee now produces a podcast solely about pretzels and the the Getty Images photo that they included of pretzels 
look delicious. I am hungry just looking at these pictures in black and white. We printed it out, which is kind of uh, very 1990s. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a nice uh, little feature on the Pretzel Podcast and uh, tells the history of the Pretzel Podcast, which we have shared on this show before. But uh, it was really nice to get some pretzel love from our colleagues down the street. Uh, and if that weren't enough... Because it wasn't. Somebody's podcast or pretzel Google alert must have tipped them off because the next thing you knew, we were elsewhere. Yeah, we were featured in this, I would call it an insider newsletter that's sent out every week, Hot Pod, um, which I was super excited. You are a subscriber to, to Hot Pod. <laughs> yes. So that's how I get all my podcast news. And then just to see the pretzel podcast get a, a little shout out was... Uh, kind of it was a pretty big deal. And the line that, that got me and made me feel good about things was, uh, what was it, a shout out to the mad genius who uh, pushed this one through management? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know we which should, of us that should, I think we— I think we could both take credit. We are co-mad geniuses or yeah. mad co-geniuses. Yes, we can both take a bow for that. So that was great. And if that weren't enough— Because it wasn't. It was followed up by yet another mention in a pretty cool place. Yeah, AV Club. Yeah. Woohoo! So AV Club, which is kind of the pop culture uh, wing of The Onion, they do something called Podmass. And it's recommendations of the best episodes of previous week's podcasts. And our France, French, Bretzels de France (laughs) (laughs) episode was featured, which Uh, is. And I'm going to read a little bit uh, from their lead. A podcast about pretzels instantly raises the question of sustainability, but fret not. This niche NPR offering has been going strong since December 2017, uh, and we appreciate that love. Uh, And they kind of review what we do here and uh, gave us the thumbs up on on our French pretzels episode. Yeah. Thanks, Becca James, for featuring us. Crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. Slow Burn was another one, and it was like... Okay. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so there's Slow Burn doing the uh, the Clinton-Lewinsky affair, and then there's us reviewing pretzels from France. <laughs> it's just equally as important and investigative. So it's not just us in the news, Mitch, correct? There is one other pretzels in the news item that was not quite as upbeat as our lead story in this episode. And it's a little surprising given that pretzels are generally thought of as a pretty healthy snack food, at least compared with other snacks, uh, before you reach into that bag of M&Ms or saltwater taffy. Probably not an overly healthy snack. Anyway, (laughs) just recently, the Center for Science in the Public Interest Uh, which tends to put out a lot of downer kinds of studies. Uh, They came out with its list of the least healthy dining out options. Uh, This was their annual Extreme Eating Awards. And I am all for science, but this group's list, as well-meaning as it may be, always feels a little like the NFL cracking down on those post-touchdown and end zone celebrations. Uh, But back to the pretzel angle here. The group included in its ironic awards... The prize for worst cinematic snack, and uh, what would you imagine this might be? I would say a huge tub of popcorn is butter probably covered popcorn. Not you would think healthy when you can. It's like the size of a garbage bag. Yeah, exactly, and coated in that that sort of fake butter. Mm, it's delicious, but <laughs> I don't think it's healthy. 
Well, the Center for Science and the Public Interest tells us that the worst cinematic snack is, in fact, AMC Theater's Bavarian Legend Pretzel. I thought Arnold Schwarzenegger was the Bavarian Legend. Um, I guess he's Austrian, isn't he? Uh, the Bavarian Legend Pretzel weighs in at a pound and a half of mostly white flour. I'm quoting here. Mostly white flour with tubs of nacho, quote, cheese and mustard for dipping. I'm guessing the cheese is the rub here as opposed to... cheese in quotes as well. Yeah. Uh, It's nine inches wide. It has a day's worth of calories, uh, (laughs) 1,920. I think the average actually is a 2,000-calorie diet, so you would have 80 more calories to play around with. Does that include the the tubs of cheese and mustard, or is that just the pretzel? I bet it includes the cheese and the mustard. Um, It also includes three quarters of a day's saturated fat, 15 grams, and more than three days' worth of sodium. That's the the kicker there. (laughs) Just 7,600 milligrams. Uh, This all adds up to the equivalent, as the center points out, of eating six Auntie Annie's Original Soft Pretzels, or Auntie Annie's Original Soft Pretzels. Um, But does... Someone, when you go to the movies, don't you share that with someone else? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever envisioned one of these giant pretzels as something just one person would sit down and eat. Yeah. Unless it's, you're hungry. <laughs> and then it's fine. Well, well. <laughs> it's totally different. Uh, the Kansas City Star wrote about the AMC pretzel along with some other non-winner winners, including a breakfast burrito at the Cheesecake Factory. And they noted that the AMC people were unavailable for comment, presumably because they were in a carbohydrate-induced coma. <laughs> So that's pretzels in the news. <laughs> Sorry, pretzel. Since you're a fan of the Pretzel Podcast, why don't you share some pretzel karma by visiting the iTunes store and leaving us a review? Or send us your feedback. You can reach us on social media at Pretzel Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Or send us an email at pretzelpodcast at gmail.com. It's time for our Crunch Time segment and for our listeners who are joining us because uh, they read about us on Milwaukee Magazine or they read about us on Hot Pod or AV Club, a big pretzel hello. And this is the time in the episode where we dance like MC Hammer and eat pretzels. (laughs) Just can't see that part. Just have to imagine us in our parachute (laughs) pants reflecting the studio lights as they are. So we will typically get two uh, different types of pretzels, different brands of pretzels, and uh, learn a little bit about their background and give them a a taste test. It's not exactly a pretzel cage match because we have come out of these tastings and thought that we liked them both or really didn't like them both. We're pretty nice reviewers, except for a handful of times. The Philippine fake pretzels and the Moldovan bread rings among them. But you have something special to add to this crunch time. You ate a pretzel food without me. Yeah, I felt a little bad like I was sneaking around behind your back with these pretzels. So we were on a road trip in the eastern half of the country. You know that feeling you get about 300 miles to go. It's mid-afternoon. You just have to stop. Uh, I happen to have a recorder with us, and I recorded a taste test, and let's just give it a listen now. Hello, Pretzel Podcast. It's uh, Mitch, and I'm currently riding in a car on Interstate 86 in far western New York, just passing the city of Jamestown. Just to prove that I am not doing this while driving, my wife is going to say hello. Say hello. Hello. That's I'm Gretchen. driving. That's Gretchen. And the kids. Hey. They're in the back seat. 
as we go over the Lucille Ball Desi Arnaz Memorial Bridge. Lucille Ball being a native of Jamestown, New York. You learn something new on the Pretzel Podcast every day. So we are uh, driving right now from Keuka Park, New York to Granville, Ohio. And it's lunchtime. It's actually probably later than lunchtime, but we got a bit of a late start. So we stopped at the Burger King in Falconer, New York, the huge metropolis of Falconer, New York, suburban Jamestown. And I have purchased something called crispy pretzel chicken fries, which I know Michelle and I have uh, talked about on the Pretzel Podcast before. Uh, it was kind of a, uh, it was a little tenuous because I ordered them and there was a fair amount of asking around uh, behind the counter whether they still had crispy pretzel chicken fries. So these may have been in the freezer for some time. They are hot now and I'm going to taste said crispy pretzel chicken fry. I've taken pictures of these. They come in a spiffy box. It looks sort of like a chicken with pretzels for eyes. And these are uh, fry-looking things, but supposedly they are they are chicken inside with a pretzel crust. So I'll tell you they are hot, and I'm going to take a bite of my crispy pretzel chicken fry. All right, it tastes like a chicken nugget with a lot of breading, a lot of pretty salty breading to go along with the... Uh, pretzel theme. Gretchen, driver, would you like to try a bite of this uh, crispy chicken pretzel fry? Sure. Making sure you're concentrating on the excitement that is Interstate 86. What do you think? They do not conjure up the idea of pretzels for me. Alright. Sylvie. Yeah. Take a bite of the rest of that. Okay. You getting any pretzel from that chicken pretzel fry? Alright, Charlie. Part of a crispy chicken pretzel fry for you. What do you think? Noticing any uh, pretzel there? Tastes like chicken with salt. Chicken with salt, in fact, not a barely chicken. Anyway, you can finish that, yes. They do say on the side, crunch a doodle do. They've offered us the hashtag chicken fries. Uh, they weren't bad, they just didn't taste like the pretzel. Yeah, no, I don't think they're necessarily bad, um, but yeah, I'm not really getting a lot of pretzel taste on this. Um, the pretzel may have just added a little extra crunch to the uh, to the batter, but I don't know that I'll necessarily be seeking out Burger King's crispy pretzel chicken fries. So, for the Pretzel Podcast, this is uh, Mitch Tyke, someplace in western New York. Now back to the studio. I don't feel like I missed out on anything. No, you didn't miss out on anything. Uh, Really, they didn't taste like chicken. They didn't taste like pretzels. They tasted (laughs) like fries. It's just like kind of really thick fries. Um, But uh, the amount of chicken that was inside these was so minuscule. It's like 80% breading and 1% chicken. Maybe they gave you like a chicken dipping sauce, and that's how you get your chicken (laughs) out of I don't think it's going to be around for long, if it is anymore. An experiment that does not need to be repeated. We appreciate them trying to infuse pretzels into fast food, though. It's the thought that counts. You know, 
we are on the seventh floor of this building where we record this podcast. And on the first floor is a Dunkin' Donuts. And they have recently rolled out pretzel nuggets, I think. Pretzel could, nuggets? Yeah, they're little, uh, they're little pretzel nuggets with a mustard dipping sauce, I think. Mm. Have you gotten them? I have not. But I'm thinking we could record a – we could do a field recording sometime. <laughs> and be disappointed by yeah, yet exactly. another pretzel I, product. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Should we get to these two uh, – Two bags of pretzels yeah. that we have in the studio with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's start with this. Bachman, um, you picked it up in Pennsylvania? Uh, the Bachman pretzels actually come from upstate New York. Okay. Um, well, they were purchased in upstate New York. I think they were they were they're, made they're in Pennsylvania, made, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I actually <laughs> – the funny thing about this is this is the second time I have brought Bachman pretzels back from a road trip. Uh, they were available in New England as well. When I was in Boston over spring break, I brought back a bag of Bachman pretzels. I bought these at a Topps store, uh, which is a grocery chain in upstate New York. I bought these in Penyan, New York. They cost, at least according to what I can see there, $3.49. So a little bit more higher-end pretzel. Uh the company itself goes back to 1884, according to their website. Their story began 130 years ago when J.S. Bachman began handmaking and baking pretzels in his bakery in Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, in 1884, making pretzels was hardly a new idea. The pretzel had been known. <laughs> As in- we've learned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the part that I'm not sure if it's true or not. So while the pretzel had been known in Europe for nearly, nearly 13 centuries, which I don't think we have to debate, however, Bachman's Bakery was one of the first in the United States. Maybe it was one of the first solely dedicated to making pretzels. On the package, it says if you're ever dissatisfied, you can return the unused portion of the bag of pretzels to the store where you purchased it for a full refund or a replacement, or you can write to them uh, in Hanover, PA, which Hanover for those people who are close listeners, (laughs) big pretzel town, Uh, Snyder's of Hanover, as well as Utz, and Utz actually uh, owns this Bachman brand. Right, Bachman originally was founded, I think, on its own, but Utz has. Since acquired it. multinational Utz has taken over yet another pretzel company. But the the, the packaging itself has a, a very Bachman feel to it. <laughs> um, lots of language relating to their history going back, you know, so long. Uh, on their list of ingredients, they have soft red winter wheat flour is their first ingredient. Doesn't that sound nice? It does sound nice. Actually, no, I, I, will, I, I will admit that I looked at that too and I thought, oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it, it sounds fancy to me. Um, we have the original twist uh, with us, but they also make pretzel sticks with an X, rolled rods, thin and right. I don't know why it's called that, but I'm assuming <laughs> they're just thin pretzels um, along with other ones. I'll say that the kids you just heard in the road trip taste test, my my children, are big fans of the Bachman sticks. Oh, good to know. Good to know. I was originally going to bring back some Bachman sticks, but they ate them all. Oh, well. <laughs> They shouldn't be allowed to open the pretzels in the car. <laughs> so they are brick oven flame baked for the crispiest, crunchiest, best tasting twist pretzels. And that is what we are going to determine. We right will be now. the judge of that. Yes. But uh, should we break out the Bachman pretzels? So these are the newer Bachman pretzels, right? Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> we still have a bag from uh, we still have a bag from Boston. <laughs> yeah, we have a, a fresher bag. It has a nice um kind of cartoon on the background that lays out how these pretzels are made. So 
Uh, from the outside, the packaging, the, the pretzels look delicious. They are big pieces of salt. Um, do you want to explain how they're hand-rolled but machine-rolled? They're rolled. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to lead people through what it says here? uh, They start with the finest wholesome ingredients. They knead the dough to create the very best pretzel texture. They roll and twist it into a loose knot and then top these twists with a sprinkle of salt. They are then brick oven flame baked, trademarked, in their vintage ovens for that extra special flavor resulting in, again, what they say is the crispiest, crunchiest, best-tasting real twist pretzels. I feel like it's setting us up so much that I hope we're not disappointed. Will the Bachman pretzels live up to the hype? I like them. And you know what? I'm a big fan of these. They're a little thicker. I guess they're not like a a thin twist. You know, I'll say that they... They taste better than Snyder's, I think. They, they, there's a li- they're a little more distinct anyway. I don't know wh- whether that's the, the soft winter wheat flour or whatever it is. But, uh, <laughs> the, the, yeah, that might be it. That might be the – yeah, they're a good pretzel. They are a very good pretzel. I like the big chunks of salt. The big chunks of salt. The pretzel itself is kind of bigger than most of the ones we're used to. And it's interesting. You can tell there is something about how they twist them. Mm-hmm. There's actually a gap in the knot on this one. And I don't know oh. if there is one in yours, but Already. they are. Oh, yes, there is. Yeah. You can just tell that the, that extra love and care has been put into it. <laughs> it has a good, like, sticky outside on it. Does that mean they use lye? Is that what we uh... – There's, like, a lye bath involved. Um, the packaging cartoon focuses more on the twist of them rather than the, the lye bath, but we – through our expertise, we know that's a very important part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretzel lover's pretzel because they expect that someone who buys this bag of pretzels will want to know what went into making it. So you'll have to take some more road trips so we can get some more of these pretzels. Okay. That is the the take the key takeaway from from Bachman's. Um, for a much less descriptive bag, we have <laughs> Terrell's super thin pretzels. Uh, the it's like a T in blue and red on the top of it. It kind of reminds me of like a medic symbol that's missing the very top. Right, the caduceus, I think, is, is what that that's called? called. Yeah. Okay. Um, They're a very regional, local kind of brand, I think. Yeah. So like, uh, not very impressed by the packaging itself, but as I went to their website to learn a little bit more of them, they seem like a really just good company. Um, so the we have the Terrell's Super Thin Pretzels. They're made by Terrell's Potato Chip Company, Inc. in Syracuse, New York. Uh, they also make these other tasty products. In quotes, we'll be the judge of right? whether they're tasty. Um, so they have potato chips, popcorn, cheese twists, corn chips, and nacho cheese. But what I thought was interesting <laughs> <laughs> yes. on their website is so it's a local company dedicated to serving their community and their customers. They sell their products in many chain stores, local stores, and out of their warehouse. So you can call during regular business hours to see what they have in their warehouse. You can only buy by the case, but um, yeah, go right to them to get the pretzel. That's pretty cool. Um, They also had this other thing on their website about their reputation for 
superior personal service, which was just like a long <laughs> list of things. That I think they you got to read this. <laughs> <laughs> so they say we continually reinforce our reputation for superior personal service by providing respect, training, involvement, recognition, reward, security, and advancement opportunities for our associates. We will conduct research and development, use state-of-the-art equipment, and review our methods of operation in a never-ending effort to continually improve the quality of the products and services we offer. This is on the bag or this is on their website? Website. That okay. would be a lot to include on their um, their bag. But, uh, but nice to have a pretzel with a mission statement. Yes. Well, a potato chip company that yeah. makes pretzels. But, yeah, based upon the, the bag, I was like, oh, is this um, – Kind of like a, a company that makes a bunch of different products for a bunch of different labels, and you don't really know who's making what. But upon further research, <laughs> it seems like they're like a good local potato chip pretzel company. Maybe the effort just goes into making the food and not the, the not package. the marketing of it. Yeah. Should we try these Terrells? Oh, yep. We'll stipulate we don't know whether they're Terrells or Terrells. No, no idea. Uh, nine ounces. How much did you pay for it? Uh, I think the price is on there also, isn't there? Oh, two forty nine. Two forty nine, and this was at the Burn Dairy, which is a gas station, convenience store, grocery store chain in upstate New York, and this was also in uh, the little town of Penyan. They definitely don't have the the twist like the other ones. They're much thinner. They're heart shaped. Little, yeah, they are heart shaped. Look at that. Unless Maybe we'll the love one I them. Got. <laughs> Okay. It's a good Valentine's Day pretzel. Right. <laughs> kind of have a, like a more burnt taste to them. Yeah. Um, thinner, lighter. Crispier. Crispier. Maybe maybe that's because they're thinner, but. What do you think? I think compared to Bachman's, I like Bachman's more, but I don't want to hate on them either. No, I don't mind these. They're very they're. Very different than Bachman's. They're a little more delicate. Well, they do have labeling on the package that if this package does not appear to be full when open, it's due to settling of contents. And maybe there's some crackage. Yeah, because they're so thin and delicate. That's really not bad. I I mean, if I were at a party and there were a bag of these, I would I would probably go through them. Not as much salt as the. (laughs) I would probably eat all of them. Not as much salt as the Bachmans. I think mm-hmm. I like the Bachmans more, partly because the Bachmans are saltier, but also I think the Bachmans have a more distinct taste. Yeah, this, these are, if you kind of like that little bit, um, I don't think burnt's the right word, but it's a little more cooked <laughs> flavor. <laughs> this one tastes like it was over a fire where the other ones are. <laughs> Which is funny because the other ones are flame-baked. Yeah. But, yeah, I... I'm going to roll out a, a, a foodie kind of word, and I think I'm using it right, but I guess not being a food expert aside from a food eater. Just playing one on a podcast. Piquant, P-I-Q-U-A-N-T, that might be the word for it. It's just a little bit – it's that little bit burnt taste. Um, I will agree with you since I have no idea if that is correct or not. It's very piquant. Is that <laughs> the correct usage? And you could probably dunk this in picante sauce. <laughs> That's 5,000 calories and four days worth of salt. <laughs> uh, maybe in episode 14 of the Pretzel Podcast, we'll report back whether I was using that word we right. We can see what happens to us when we, our salt in- intake is too high for the day. <laughs> maybe we should go to a movie later. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sounds like a good use of our time. <laughs> That's all for episode 13 of the Pretzel Podcast. I'm Mitch Tyke. And I'm Michelle Maternowski. If this is your first time listening to us, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And be sure to leave us a review because that's how we know that we have listeners who like what we're doing or don't like what we're doing, I suppose. Try to use the word pecan in it. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Pretzel Podcast on iTunes, NPR One, Stitcher, and wherever else it Google. is. Google. Google Play, right? Google Play. Uh, and wherever else it is that you get your podcasts. Maybe some, some like, off-brand. Or we could always send you a CD in the mail. Get in touch with us at pretzel podcast on uh twitter and instagram or write us right yeah uh, pretzel podcast at gmail.com we also have um if you want to go find all of the episodes that we have created go to wwm.com slash pretzel podcast and uh, keep crunching we'll see you next time <laughs> the pretzel podcast is a production of wuwm milwaukee's npr any rebroadcast or other use of the sounds, smells, tastes, or descriptions you've just heard without the express written consent of National Pretzel Radio is strictly prohibited. <laughs>